To stay on top in business, stay on top of your technology with the new Business Desk podcast, the business of tech. Listen on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts. How nuts was it that two water bottling companies were able to get their hands on some industrial land north of Christchurch and use the age-old water consents that went with the properties to take billions of litres of aquifer water, stick it in plastic bottles and ship it overseas for people to drink and not pay a single cent for the privilege. 8.8 billion litres a year or 24 million litres a day. It was absolute nuts and yesterday the Court of Appeal said it was nuts too. And it didn't stop there. It said our Regional Council Environment Canterbury cocked up big time by allowing it to happen back in 2017. Now, cocked up big time wasn't exactly the terminology the Court of Appeal used. I don't think it used the words or the word nuts either. But that was the gist of it. The whole thing was nuts, and ECAN cocked up big time. And I couldn't agree more. It's exactly what the thousands of people who marched through the streets of Christchurch back in 2019 thought. And it's exactly what the Aotearoa Water Action Group, which started the whole legal challenge, thought as well. Quite rightly, the group said that ECAN had acted unlawfully when it cobbled together existing water consents originally issued for meat processing and wool scouring operations on the two sites so that the water bottlers could help themselves to water from Christchurch's aquifers. And remember this, ECAN didn't even publicly notify it. So the legal challenge started in the High Court but didn't get anywhere, so the Aotearoa Water Action Group went to the Court of Appeal, which announced yesterday that it thought what ECAN did was definitely unlawful and it should have required the companies to apply for a fresh consent because water bottling was not what the original consents were intended for. Now the tricky thing is, that would have gone nowhere because all the aquifer water that ECAN is responsible for is fully allocated. So ECAN effectively rorted its own system, which is absolutely shameful. So take that ECAN and take that Cloud Ocean Water and Rapaki Natural Resources, the two companies involved, who may all yet appeal, the companies and ECAN. They're being a bit tight-lipped on that front at the moment, which isn't surprising, given that the decision only came out yesterday. But for now, anyway, let's give the thumbs up to the Court of Appeal and celebrate the fact that common sense finally seems to be prevailing. And your sense of common sense or your version of common sense is probably different from the next person's. You might think the Court of Appeal's decision is common sense because you're opposed to anyone making money out of a natural resource like water. You might think it's common sense because we were being ripped off by the bottlers who weren't paying anything for it. Maybe you were brassed off with ECAN for rorting its own system and allowing the bottling to go ahead. Or maybe, maybe you were just anti the whole thing because it was foreigners making the money out of it. Whatever your reason for opposing what was going on, how do you feel about the Court of Appeal riding roughshod over ECAN and the High Court and saying it should never have happened? Uh, or if you were in favour of the water bottling, how are you feeling? I've already seen comments today asking why people were so outraged about that and opposed to the Chinese water bottlers taking aquifer water and selling it, but weren't so upset about farmers all around Canterbury taking truckloads of water and spraying it on their paddocks. One stat I've heard, how about this, one stat I've heard is that the amount of water used to irrigate just four dairy farms in Canterbury over 12 months is about the same amount used in the whole of Christchurch City every year. So it's probably quite fair to ask 
why people were so anti-water bottling but not so concerned about irrigation. Because farmers don't pay anything for the water, do they? They invest a whole lot of money into the irrigation schemes and the equipment needed to get the water onto the paddocks. But just like the water bottlers, they don't pay a cent for the actual water. So is it time to put a price on water? If you want to bottle it, you've got to pay for it. If you want to irrigate your farm, you've got to pay for it. Well, I wouldn't be in favour of charging farmers for water for the simple reason that they already invest heavily to get the water where it's needed. And why would you burden farmers with more costs when, unlike the Chinese water bottlers, the money our farmers make generally stays in New Zealand? And that's why I'm delighted with the Court of Appeal's decision. I wouldn't care whether the bottlers had come from China, Timbuktu, anywhere. The fact that they paid nothing for the water and New Zealand saw none of the profits was absolutely ridiculous. And ECAN should be ashamed for allowing it to happen. If you enjoyed this podcast, you will love our New Zealand Herald podcast, The Little Things, hosted by me, Francesca Rudkin, and my good friend, Louise Airy. We focus on all the little things that you can do to make a positive impact on your life and to cut through the confusion from the health and wellness industry. Join us every Saturday to hear from the experts for all the tips and advice you need. Just search The Little Things on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.